What's up, beautiful people? Right now, you are listening to the voice of a cell Jean-Pierre Jr., also known as Cells. Listen, if y'all trying to follow me on any social media, my Instagram is CellsJP, S-E-L-Z-J-P. My Facebook is my name, Acel Jean-Pierre Jr. Type my name into YouTube, you'll find my channel. I speak, I play, I produce. So if you need any of those things, please feel free to hit me up. You can hit me up through social media on my business email, which is cellsjpinc at gmail.com. S-E-L-Z-J-P-I-N-C at gmail.com. Check out my hashtags, cellspeaks, cells and keys, which is S-E-L-Z-N-K-E-Y-Z, and cells produces. Looking forward to connecting with you guys. All right, be blessed. So if you are still rocking with me, that means you already know what time it is. Another episode of Cell Speaks. This podcast has been such a fun experience. And today's topic, man, you know, I've realized when it comes to people, we really love to talk about relationships. Like, that's just something on everybody's mind. And so the other day, you know, um, I was uh, having a conversation with a friend. And uh, we started talking about spouses. And then they sent me this video on... um, Instagram about how, oh, your spouse is going to be this person, this person of God, and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And I was like, man, like, you know, a lot of times out there, some content on, on social media is good. But a lot of times, some of that information they be putting out, you know, it's, it's, it's really misleading. See, what happens is you, we keep catering to this, this perfect reality that when this thing happens, Okay, boom, everything is going to be set. When I make enough money, I'm going to be happy. And, you know, when I make it to the 1%, I ain't going to have no issues. Or when I find that one person, they're going to be perfect. it's like, man, these things that we want, these things that we go for, they're not, they're not destinations. Like, you don't just, you don't, it's not a, I got there and that's it. Everything you're asking for, everything you're going for, you're just asking for another level another assignment like marriage is an assignment more wealth is an assignment each thing is an assignment it's not a destination it's not i have arrived and i said it's an assignment so you know we, we talk about marriage today and this uh this might be a multi-parter or maybe i can get it all in one one shot we'll see but um you know i wanted to emphasize on the fact that like when it comes to the person that you pray for the person that you've been fasting and praying for and you're like, God, you know, I've, I've been calling out to you. I've been begging, you know, I'm ready to be in a relationship. Like, who is this you have for me? I need to let you know something. That person, they will let you down. They will hurt you. They will mess up. The person that God has chosen for you or the person that you allow God to choose for you, because that's really how it works, Um that person will hurt you. They'll let you down and they will say crazy things to you one day. They will say something that um, makes you cry. They will hurt your feelings. They will frustrate you. They will piss you off. And so it's like, okay, so if that's the case, what's so different from being with the person that God's going to send me and being with a person that I choose if if they're all going to do the same thing? I'll tell you, it's accountability. That's the number one thing accountability. See, a person who answers to themselves, who is has not submitted themselves to God, to Christ, 
they dictate what's right or wrong. Example, I've seen many relationships where, um, like, the guy will, you know, be a little bit more hostile and more aggressive with the female, but then his excuse and his reasoning is, oh, well, because she did this and she acts that way, that's why I did what I did. Or even vice versa with the woman who, you know, she gets crazy and she's going through his phone and she, you know, um, checking his car for hair and all these kind of crazy things. And she says, well, it's because he he shows me I can't trust him. So that's why I do it. Or because he cheated on me, that's why I slept with so-and-so. That's why I slept with his best friend. I Like all kind of things. And see, what ends up happening is, there's no form of accountability. So you never have a line you won't cross. Why? Because you are the person who dictates what's right or wrong. That's what happens when you're not submitting yourself to God. So it never becomes, I'll never curse at you. It becomes, if you give me a reason that's good enough for me, I'll curse at you. Oh, you looked at me a kind of way. Who the F you think you are? Oh, you cursed at me. Yo, don't you know I'll, I'll flip and do this? Or, you know, she does something and because she checked off your box of qualifications, that now justifies why you went off on her. Or, you know, vice versa for a woman. It's like, oh, you know, he said hi to her. I know he's cheating on me. I'm about to hire a private investigator. Or, it's, you know, and I can just give countless examples, but the point being is like, we as human beings, we justify everything. So what happens is we just wait for a person to justify our reasoning to do whatever we want. And when you live like that, you'll do anything because you haven't created boundaries. You've never said, I'll never hit her. I'll never curse at her. You can kind of say it. But as long as that there's something that your partner could do to make you do those things, you don't have a line. You don't have a boundary. And so what ends up happening is you continue to justify behavior that you should never exhibit towards your spouse. And now, and the flip side is when you surrender yourself to God, God becomes your accountability. So it's like, you know, I'll share with you guys what the the gist of my vows were when I was getting married. And when I told my wife, I told her straight up, I was like, I'm not trying to be faithful to you. Being faithful to you is the least of my worries. It's the least of my concerns. I'm trying to be faithful to God. See, I'm not going to cheat on you, not because I'm worried about not cheating on you, I'm worried about being faithful to what God has called me to, being faithful to not fornicating, right? Because remember, fornication is having sex with someone who's not your spouse. So when you're married, we call it adultery. So it's not even that I'm focused on, oh my goodness, I need to be faithful to my wife. I'm more focused on, I need to be faithful to God. And so how does that change it? Well, guess what? If my wife were to cheat on me, right, I can't justify cheating on her back. Why? Well, because I wasn't, my faithfulness, my character, my behavior was never contingent on her faithfulness. I'm not faithful because she's faithful to me. I'm faithful because I'm faithful to God. So she can cheat on me left and right. I'll never cheat ever. Why? Because my faithfulness, my character was rooted in Christ. So we can keep it going, right? 
um, and let me, let me flip it so it doesn't seem one-sided. So my wife can say to herself, the Lord has told me to be wise with my words, to be wise in how I speak. So I have decided as my commitment to God that I will not curse pe at people. So now me as her husband, I could flip out and I could curse at her. And mind you, I've, I've never done that. Like, that's just not how I talk. But in this example, you know, I could flip out and curse at my wife and, oh, you this and oh, you that. And she has a justification to curse back at me. She has a reason that would justify it. But because of her commitment to God and her promise to God, she will not respond to me and she will not retaliate. Why? Because her faithfulness to not cursing was never dependent on my behavior. And so what ends up screwing a lot of people or messing with people in relationships is that your behavior is dependent on the person that you're with. So if they're affectionate with you, you'll be affectionate with them. If they speak kindly to you, you'll speak kindly to them. If they're cold to you, you will return that coldness. If they are rude to you, you will return that rudeness. If they cheat on you, you'll cheat on them. And so what ends up happening is you end up having a lot of dysfunctional relationships. Why? Because people are just waiting for the moment that their partner has a flaw or exhibits a flaw, and all they do is reciprocate the flaw. But now that creates a slippery slope because now both parties are just going down this path of you do wrong, I respond with a wrong, you do wrong. And it's like, it's, it's never going to work that way. The only way it functions is when one person has the courage, like the Bible says, to respond to evil with good. So it's like, you curse at me, but I can respond to you calmly and say, hey, listen, you don't have to curse at me. Like, you don't have to talk to me like that. We can work out our differences without going that route and being firm and holding your ground that as much as that person will curse and, and use crazy language, you will not retaliate the same way that if, you know, you're with someone who is, um, you know, pushing whatever boundaries, you won't compromise your own beliefs. And that is super important. And unfortunately, when God is not the center, okay? And it's not to say that, you know, atheists can't have happy relationships. But one thing I've always said is if God is the one who created relationships and God is the one who created marriage, I'm going to say it straight up, like, you will never have the epitome, the the true goal, the paragon of marriage without God, because God created marriage. Marriage wasn't man-made. People say it all the time. There's no way that human beings ever wanted to be monogamous. So you're telling me that human beings were going to be the people or the, the entity to come up with committing yourself to one person for the rest of your life, no matter what happens, and choosing this person to love until you die no matter what happens. No, nah, definitely came from God. And there's just so many lessons that you learn from marriage that reflect God's character and God's love. So that being said, like, you can't really experience the fullness of what marriage is without God. And so what ends up happening is now, like, we end up in relationships 
and conflict arises and we justify behavior because we decide that, yo, this person did whatever to me, I'm allowed to do whatever back. Not realizing, yo, marriage is submission. First to God and then followed by your spouse, your partner. And I say submission, not in the sense that whoever you're with will push you around, do whatever they want to, absolutely not. But submission in the sense of, you know what? I am not going to retaliate to you in any way that will make me compromise the standard that God holds me to. So that's why I say to you, like, Yes, even the spouse that you allow God to choose for you, they will let you down and they will fall short. But the difference is they will realize and come back like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I shouldn't have been doing that because God is impressing upon their spirit like, hey, you shouldn't have done that. You got to do better. And what ends up happening is when you're submitting your behavior and your character to God, that's where the true accountability comes from. And this is what will allow marriage, in essence, to function despite the fact that we as human beings are flawed. Because we as human beings, we never stop being flawed. Like, there's never a moment where we always get it right. But, listen, when you continue to see God and submit to God, I promise you, then there's going to be moments. I, 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 I could be transparent. There are many um, moments where... There are things that I want to say to my wife or, you know, you should have done this or how, you know, that, that, that. And God tells me, hey, don't say nothing. Leave it alone. Just be quiet. And when I don't listen to that still small voice, I say whatever I have to say and it never works out the way I want it to work out. And then there's conflict and now you got to apologize and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you end up in things that are unnecessary. However, when I do listen and I am obedient to God speaking to me, man, like, the thing that I thought wasn't handled or I thought wasn't being acknowledged was actually being acknowledged. And it doesn't mean that God never tells me like, look, you know, don't talk to your wife. Absolutely. But even in the way I talk to her, it's never, I don't talk to her how I feel I should talk to her or how I suggest. I'm always filtering all I do, or at least I'm always trying as hard as I can because I'm definitely not perfect, but I'm always trying definitely as hard as I can to filter all I say, all I do, and how I treat and even how I love my wife through how God wants me to operate. And when God becomes the filter of all your actions, you all promise he's going to change every single relationship in your life. You know what I mean? Marriage is, is, is in one of those relationships where, like, you're on that person 24-7. Like, conflict is inevitable. But if you're not handling that conflict properly, like, it will add up. And it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years, but it will add up. And that baggage takes its toll. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is definitely going to be a multi-parter because there's, there's definitely many aspects of this we can definitely get into. And, um... I'm going to definitely say to you guys out there, like, for this one, you know, don't justify your actions just because someone is giving you a reason. Your actions can only be justified if that's what something, if that's only, your actions can only be justified if that's something God would approve of. So if somebody comes at you crazy, you got to ask yourself, 
Yo, and it's literally, what would Jesus do? What does Jesus want me to do? And that's developed with having a relationship with God, you know, hearing him, hearing his voice, and his levels to this stuff. We 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 going to get into it on the next one. So keep rocking with me. This is part one. We're going to call this little tips, tips of the married life. There you go. I like that. Tips of the married life, part one. So we're going to go to part two. Don't miss it. All right. You already know what it is. Self speaks. Like what you heard, right? What I need you to do is, one, subscribe to this podcast. Two, share it with somebody. Don't be greedy now. Three, I need to join SOP's social media family. Instagram, SOP underscore Ministry HCL. Facebook and YouTube, SOP Ministry HCL. Get our original songs available on all streaming media. You want to give us a financial donation to help push this cause forward? We appreciate that. Send us that cash app at dollar sign SOP Ministry HCL. Be blessed, family. See y'all next week.